Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So, zip. Okay, we're not doing this. <laughs> zip. We're not doing this. <laughs> Fucking zip, zap, zop. I'm trying to. We're trying to. I'm trying to hone your acting skills, dog. dog. Zip. Let me tell you something. <laughs> so years ago during JK, right? Like we were doing JK news for so long. I remember they were trying to do warm ups for people <laughs> to kind of get their like, oh, we got to learn how to bounce off each other. I'll be honest with you, I don't need zip, zap, zop. Okay. I think you and our people that don't need zip zap zop. We zip zap zop in general. Well, sometimes you might be a little, you know, you're sleepy. You need uh, to wake up. I hated this shit. All right. <laughs> My brothers in JK, they decided to take everybody to improv classes. To really? Help, help, they, they pay for improv classes, acting classes to get everybody comfortable. <laughs> and they came back with the stupid games that you play <laughs> in like beginner acting 101. And like, hey, and I remember I stepped into JK News one day and they're like, okay, we're going to start with zip zap zop. I was like, <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> Roll the fucking cameras, guys. <laughs> what the fuck? That fucking Julia playing Zip Zap Zop? Yes. <laughs> For what? I don't know. So we would start and they're like, we're doing it. I was like, God, I feel, I feel, I'm feeling like a man that's drowning. <laughs> I'll tell you, I love those JK guys. But sometimes, man, <laughs> sometimes they be doing shit. I'd be like, for what, man? <laughs> they are my brothers. Those are the closest people I've ever grown to. But that zip, zap, zop moment in our lives, I hated it so much. I hated it. Yo, it's so funny because, like, um, Chia loves talking shit to Gio. Like, uh, yeah. loves it. Like, um, and one time, Gio had this little just, like, phase where she was really being really motivating on IG. And oh, like, dude, when she was on her fucking <laughs> Tony Robbins shit, baby, yes. let's go. Super, yeah, super like, let's go, guys. You know, hey, today's a new day. Fucking, and she was always playing some, like, fucking house music. And then, like, she would always be like, what is this shit you're listening to? <laughs> <laughs> like, in the middle of, like, she was, like, fucking, like, super motivating. And, like, she'd be like, ew, what is this <laughs> trash you're listening to? <laughs> She is the fucking best. <laughs> and Gio would message me too. She's like, dude, Gio would just be fucking roasting me. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah, she goes, I fucking love Gio. She just fucking roasts me all the time. That's hilarious, oh, man. Oh my God. Dude, we all have these like weird stages in our lives, man. And I definitely remember like Gio was just on her like motivation tip. And she was like going through this period where she just wanted like people to feel good because she was feeling good. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah. But then I'm also just a general asshole. So I was just like, man, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you want people to feel shitty because you feel shitty. I want people to feel shitty because I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't feel good because I have a pimple on my forehead, David. So can I tell you something, man? What? 
I know this has nothing to do with your pimple, yeah. but I've been taking these supplements to help me sleep, right? Okay. It's not weed. It's just, it's a mixture of all this other stuff, L-theanine, all this other bullshit. Okay. One of the side effects of apigen, L-theanine, um, fucking melatonin, all this other stuff is you get crazy, crazy dreams, right? Okay. Please tell me. Yes. So I woke up in the middle of the night and I don't remember the details, right? But I do know that my it was a it was a dream where there was um, in inside of a photo frame in in uh, our house, there was a ghost that was living inside it, and it kept like smiling and it oh, at me right terrible and then but nobody else could see that ghost and they were inside our family picture of my family yeah and the ghost is just there smiling at me oh and then it's like possessing certain things in the house so in the dream I get fed up. Because I can only see, but nobody else knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at this person. I'm like, get the fuck out. I'm screaming, like trying to rip this person out of the photo frame. But I started screaming in, in real, real life. life. And so Mario just heard me wake up in the middle of the night. I woke her up going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what's, go what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, there's a demon. Oh, there's God. Demon. Yeah. And then when I snapped out of it, she was like, what's happening? I'm like, oh, it was a nightmare. Don't worry, just go to sleep. But yeah. I started screaming. Yeah. So I took it again the other day. And this dream, I woke up from laughing. So I'm in a car or a van with my uncle, right? And there's this dude, an Asian fob guy, older man, older gentleman, glasses, bald, a little chubby and fat. And they start going at it, screaming at each other. So mm. my uncle gets out of the van. I come out and I just see these two old Asian guys just scrapping with each other, just rolling around trying to sock each other up. I'm, I'm kind of giggling. I'm like, okay, this is enough. So I pull them apart, right? Yeah. And so after I pull them apart, I, we get back into the car and the Asian guy and my uncle are fucking driving super fast next to each other. I'm in the back. I'm telling my uncle to slow down. They both roll down their windows and my uncle's cursing this fool out. And the other Asian guy looks at my uncle and he goes, he goes, hey, man. <laughs> JJ I love you <laughs> right and I was like oh that's very sweet but then he looks at me he goes but not you fat boy wow wake up because I bust up laughing yeah 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 <laughs> so this guy roasted me and I was just in the back I'm like what the fuck Jesus Christ love everybody but not you fat boy isn't that great where like some shit like that happens and you could put that in a script mm. you know what I'm saying like it felt real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's been a couple. Like, I've woken up with, like, designs for goodie, like, from dreams where I wake up. I'm like, oh, shit, that's tight. You know, write it down. Or, like, ideas for sketches. Actual literal jokes. Um, fucking um, raps and shit. Like, super random shit. And, like, I'm, and, you know, it, it sucks because you dream so much sometimes and you only remember, like, a little just fucking fragment of it. But sometimes, man, your brain is just going, trying to send you subliminal little gems. You look like you live on a beach <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I'll say this, a little special. <laughs> I'm trying to cover my pimple. All right. Oh, now you, oh, bro, now you look like you're fucking going through some emotional shit, dude. Yeah. I was joining the IMMO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom told me I couldn't make it in this life. So I ran away from home and took a knife to my wrist. <laughs> then we kissed under the moonlight. <laughs> Wait for the bridge. See the bridge now. Forever. <laughs> Chorus is coming. Ready? It's coming. Din, 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 I hate you. <laughs> I hate you every day that I see your face. I hate you. Oh, yeah. I wish that I could go into a different place than this one. This actually sounds like a real song. <laughs> it's I'm I'm taking hints of different Blink-182 okay, songs right okay. now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was, it was part of uh, I Miss You, I Cannot Sleep, I Cannot Sleep Tonight, and also some of, um, uh, I don't know, bunch of shit. Very, very good, dude. <laughs> But you look like <laughs> straight up teenage angst right now. <laughs> My heart is a black pit of emotion. Oh, yeah, dude. The Spoken word, dude. Motion of the ocean <laughs> makes waves on my soul. 
Soul caliber swords in my chest. Twist the wound. See you soon, Mom. You're dead. I just wanted to have some fun. <laughs> and my parents don't trust me, but I need their trust funds. Ooh, wow, dude. <laughs> trust funds. How can I have fun <laughs> when I can't see you? <laughs> I'm so sad. I can't see you. I'm blind. <laughs> I got cataracts. <laughs> it's an actual medical condition. <laughs> but I'm okay. Not really. You know what's fucking weird is when uh, rap, the emo rap was, you know, that peak. It was last. It was I want to say completely last year, but a little bit before that. But in pandemic, emo rap was like the shit. Yeah, right? it's still pretty. Um, it's still pretty. It's still popping, pretty popping, but, but like, it, you know the peak has gone now, right? And they were taking elements of this shit, yeah. and putting it into rap, mm -hmm. and it was fucking weird. Yeah, but it, when it's good, it's actually good. And what I found out is like when people were hating on that shit, I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys have to understand that was that of our time for their time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just hitting that right pocket when you're a teenager. You don't know what's going on when you're feeling. Yeah, fucking uh, Lil Uzi Vert. His first big hit was uh, All My Friends Are Dead. Push Me To The Edge. All My <laughs> Friends Are Dead. It's kind of, it's a banger, dog. I wonder if like these emo guys are like, how fucking dare you, man? Yeah, fucking appropriating my culture, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, come on. You won't even let me say the N-word? <laughs> and then you're just going to take this? We're like, every white person is just a surfer. I don't <laughs> We just don't know. They're either every white person impression we do, or every young white guy is either a fucking surfer, or a hick, or a hick, or a Chad. Yeah, a Chad, yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> or a Cletus. <laughs> a Chad, a Cletus, <laughs> or a uh, what's a surfer name? Robin. <laughs> I always thought Chad was the surfer. Like, oh, oh Chad. Yeah, true. Okay, so what's like the bro name? Chad, too. Chad. Chad, too. There's also Josh. Never trust a Josh. A Josh? Mm. Brad. 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 There you go. Yeah. I miss you. I fucking love that shit, dude. That was a period of time where everybody was listening to that shit, and it just hit people's feels in the right place. I got to send you. I still have to make my white. My my white mix of like fire white rock songs for you. Yeah, I need to be a little more educated in the uh, the uh, other genre of music space, <laughs> right? So when I, you know our buddies of uh, Dormtainment, they do this thing where it's like music roulette stuff. Mm -hmm. Every time, like I'm like I actually don't know that much music. I'm mm. very specific about genres. I already knew that about myself, mm. but when they play that, I'm like I don't know that. I don't know that. Don't oh know really? That. I don't know that. I don't know that. I'm like damn, I don't know anything. They invited me to come on. I couldn't make it one day, but I watched an episode and I was like, oh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know, How? I know it's that. like in the that. first two that. notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like certain ones, right? When they were doing only like 90s, like 80s R&B, yeah. I got like 80% of it. Right, right, right. But then when it switched to just a little bit, like reggae, even reggae, couldn't get any of it. They, well, they I saw their reggae episode. It was some pretty deep reggae it cuts. It hard, dog. No, no, no. That was like, you got to be so, that, it was like hardcore dance hall reggae fans for some of those shits mm. they were playing because I, I didn't know a lot of those too. Um, but yeah, man, Um, I remember one time I, I reposted a clip of me and Chia Singing to some uh, Limp Biscuit song. Oh, dude! And you were so thrown off. <laughs> I was like, "What's wrong with her, dude? Like, why did she? Why did she know all the lyrics to this shit?" So that's one of the things in terms of like me and Chia initial stages courtship and shit. No, you gotta do it with the right voice, man. Oh, all right. So like when me and Chia first started <laughs> dating, um, that's one of the things that like really, or maybe I want to be like sad boy emo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll be my own character too. Hold on, you, you already know what this one's gonna be. Let me be like fucking zan zannied out. All right, so like when me and Chia, so like what happened? Fool? All right, so like when me and Chia first started dating, right? Like one of the things I really like appreciated about her was that like she really fucked with just like different types of music. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> like this is very good, by the way. For, <laughs> for example, um. One day I was taking a shower. <laughs> I'm just mixing up all my white voices. Hey, so what the fuck did your hymen say about that shit? <laughs> nah, but like, okay, this our, is enough. Our, our, our initial I stages, <laughs> I was, I was like, first time we kind of spent the night together, and I went to go take a shower. I was like, I'm gonna fuck with her right now to see how she reacts, right? So I'm in the shower singing as loud as I can in sing songs. Um, 
which are some of my favorite, right? I'm singing fucking tearing up my heart, all that shit, just to see how she would react. Because if I came out of the shower and she's like, ew, that's corny, or like, oh, that's kind of lame, or like, ew, what was that? I would have been like, mm, this looks kind of lame. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I came out and she was like, good song choice. And she knew exactly what I was singing. She like was also a fan of Instinct songs, Backstreet Boys songs she loves too. And I was like, all right, this shit's cool. Um, you know what's so funny about her? There's two moments, right? There was that uh, in the car thing where she's singing. Yeah. And the second one that had me fucking dying laughing was, okay, so when you see people do things on social media, right? Sometimes it's very performative. You don't know if it's real or not. Right, right, right. So this fool goes into the bathroom and she's showering and singing a Little Mermaid song. <laughs> but the part that had me dying laughing, she actually didn't know that he was in there. Mm -hmm. And she sings. That's just how she sings. Under the sea. Yeah. At that time, I'm like, Tuck, this girl sings like a three-year-old. Just being goofy. <laughs> just having fun. Then she cracked me up because she's singing as if how other people imitate somebody <laughs> singing in a shower by themselves. But that's and, just how she sings. And the full, like, you know, from Goofy Little Mermaid songs to fucking Limb Biscuit corn songs to all the rap and R&B in between. Um, and that's why, like, I just appreciated her because I also just... That's me too, you know what I'm saying? Disney songs, the hardcore rap songs, like um, all of it, you know? You know, I, I I didn't listen to a lot of fucking Biggie growing up mm. because of that East Coast, West Coast shit. I was like, <laughs> I can't listen to Biggie. And then guess what? It turns out I fucking love Biggie so much. Well. Lyricist to the fucking max. So I started listening to Biggie when I was like, I would say like when I was like 15, hella mm -hmm. late, hella fucking late, dude. And I'm like, why did people hate him so much? He's so good. <laughs> like, I, I probably, you know, I wouldn't say I prevented myself myself from listening to Biggie because of the the beef, but I definitely leaned into Pac stuff more because I felt like I'm a West Coast boy. Mm. West Coast beats are different too. The yeah, cadence is different. Vibe is different, but for sure, you know, like Biggie flow, so New York, so smooth, fucking wordplay, oh. so intricate. You know, some will make the argument that Tupac isn't actually a lyricist. But he mm -hmm. makes good songs. He's more of a poet, has the messages, right? Mm, I could kind of see that. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you could, one could argue that mm. Pac doesn't do a lot of like the double entendre and the wordplay type shit, you know? So people will get mm -hmm. into the argument of like, mm -hmm. oh, if you're naming your top five lyricists, can you count Tupac? But it, it's all kind of just depending on your definition and like semantics of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I see what you're saying. Cause cock, cock, I said cock. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Too cock. <laughs> but uh, Pac was very uh, emphatic and emotional. Yeah, man. Right? Like he will paint, he used to paint a picture, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. Modest, <laughs> picture screen, you know? Yeah. That, that mic had a lot of spit on it. <laughs> I think that, and that's such a great line too. I think there's a, there is the difference between someone who's good at, um, Putting words together that sound dope, which is also like a part of it, and also like the wordplay aspect of it. And yeah, I don't think Pac was necessarily a like metaphor guy, but still one of my favorites. Oh, 100%. Dude, when I die, how many brothers fell victim to the streets? <laughs> Rest in peace, young N-word. <laughs> There's a heaven for a G. That's playing at my funeral. 100%. Not if I'm DJing. Oh, well, guess what? Come on now. Opa Gangnam Style! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would come back from the dead just to be, I'd be so mad. I'll come out, Tim, are you for reals? <laughs> uh, My favorite song ever, man. What? That was the, that song, Life. Life, just in the back. Life. How many brothers oh, fell yes. victim to the street? Even though it's not from gang violence, most likely I won't die from that. But it makes me just happy. Let me ask you this, David, so. Do you have anything, if I put your eye, your, your music on shuffle... What is something that will come on and people will be like, oh, that's that's weird? I don't know. I, I don't think people really think I listen to like hip hop like that. You know what I mean? So I think people will be more or less surprised at like the Rolodex of how much hip hop I listen to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that would just probably it. But I don't have a lot of like weird fucking mix. Honestly, it would probably be like the 80s like fucking R&B. <laughs> <laughs> like, that'll probably throw people off a lot. Okay. It's like, well, what the fuck? Oh, you guys are like Luther Vandross and fucking. Mm. Um, honestly, like even people like uh fucking uh motherfucking mother motherfucking like Patty LaBelle. I got like weird shit. I don't 
think that's too weird because you're a singer, you know? True. But I don't think they expect it. Maybe I'm thinking about back in the day. They didn't expect like an Asian kid to mm. be listening to this type of stuff. But, I guess you know, so. But that's just, oh, but that's through osmosis because everybody in the neighborhood listened to that stuff. Right. So it's just stuff I got to hear from the outskirts. Yeah. I mean, people are always kind of surprised to find out because, you know, I'm a big oldies like um, Motown dude. And when people ask how, and I say, oh, literally my mom, that's all she used to play. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? My mom who like, English isn't great, but would just bump Motown and fucking Sam Cooke for me all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where my love for it comes from. So people are definitely surprised by that. Like I had a fucking huge, like, Luther Vandross phase. <coughs> and then from Luther Vandross, that evolved into, like, Brian McKnight, which mm. is a little more modern for me at the time. Mm. But he was, like, my gateway drug into, like, Brian McKnight. And then Brian McKnight became my favorite vocalist. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Music just does things to you, dude. I'm actually going on uh, Red Bull. The, is I don't know if it's a new show, but they're doing a thing called like Rap IQ where like um, it's like a, a trivia game about uh, like just rap, hip hop and stuff. And um, I think I'm pretty confident in my knowledge. Uh, it would yeah. suck if they're like, okay, <laughs> like, they're like recite these lyrics and the fucking Bone Thug song comes out. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to miss everybody. Well, yeah, we all... We, I mean, everyone knows the words to that one. Okay. I only know sporadic words in it. Hey, Sally, then it don't pally. Who's so party? And I'm gonna miss everybody. I'll be playing the song I think happened about today. I'm with some again. Sounds like we're doing this on the radio. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna do it with the lyrics and we'll be right back. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, y'all. It's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show, too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. Thanks. 
Ah, man, the classics. Twister. Twister. You know, I always warn people if I'm, if my shit is on shuffle, I'm like, I'm warning y'all right now, some weird shit's gonna pop up. Like what? Let's see. Let's do this. Hey, Siri, play my music on shuffle. Now let's see what happens. Oh, this is a, a, a random beat. Okay. For freestyling. <laughs> Let's see what's next. Michael Jackson. A kind of a B-side Michael Jackson. This one's called Leave Me Alone. Remember this song? Do you know this song? Leave me alone. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Next. Oh, another, oh. Random ass Nujabes oh, instrumental. Oh, Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, not too weird yet so far. We'll go to like six. Oh, <laughs> Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks, bro. <laughs> I haven't. Is Bubba Sparks still rapping? I, I don't know what he's doing, but let me tell you this, dog. That album. Do you remember the song "I've Been Traveling for Some Time"? That album called the Deliverance album. Hard, fucking tight. Caliport. Timbaland did this whole thing where he mixed a whole like. Um, that album was the first time Bubba Sparks really was like, I'm going to embrace this hick shit I do. He started calling it hick hop. And Timbaland took all these like really abstract bluegrass country music songs and sampled them to make all these Bubba Sparks beats. Fucking hard. Okay, let's do a couple more. What's on my shuffle? Ah, Hamilton, but it's the Hamilton mixtape. Oh, I never heard the mixtape. Oh, so... Oh, is this the one with Usher and stuff? Yeah. Oh, I did hear this. But this is a cover of Burn by um, Andra Day. And, Ooh. oh, I got a place for you later. You know. Fucking tight. It's great. That type of vocal styling, I actually fucking hate. You got to hear the whole thing. Like, I hate that vocal styling because there's only a few people whose actual voices are naturally like that. Mm -hmm. And then other, it became popular. Then every fucking white girl started Oh, you mean that. the very wispy like- I was yeah. yeah. Like every fucking white girl started singing like that. It's like, dog, what is this? Everybody would do acoustic covers of Drake songs with a very wispy yes. voice. This is not that. She's black. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, I hated it because uh, there's people who just, whose voices are like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, you can tell which ones. It's like, you don't sing like that. I, I know what you're saying. Ugh. Okay, we're going to do one more. Yes. We'll see how weird it gets. And I don't even know what what is this. In this song, Kids I'm going to teach you the 12 months of the year. Are you ready? Here we go. January. February. Oh, you know this one. March. They did it on um, Instagram Reels. People were using it. Yeah, that's why I had it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we didn't get too weird with this one, but. It's a lot of random shit. It's a lot of musicals. Um, R&B music was my shit, though, man. It just made me feel certain things. And then you're the one who got me into fucking musicals and shit. <laughs> and yeah. then I realized I can't sing a fucking musical song all the way through to save my life because they're so fucking hard. What do you mean? Like, just vocally, they're very hard. Oh. Like, you can do it for fun. But if I'm trying to sing, like, a song song, like, I'm like, oh, I don't think I could do theater because I would need vocal lessons for this shit because they're literally singing for fucking, like, seven, eight minutes straight. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> they say, "Oh, that was a tough one, though." That one made me die laughing, dude. I'm glad I was able to introduce you to the musical theater life, man. You know, I you know I've seen, I realized I did see a musical, but it was like Lion King and stuff. So Ooh. these are things that have already been introduced to me, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to see like something like Hamilton, an original idea that wasn't already adapted on screen first, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was very fascinating. And it was to see it with fresh eyes mm -hmm. and fresh ears. I'm glad I was able to hit you with Hamilton and that combo of fucking Book of Mormon afterwards. Oh, some of the best money I've ever spent in my life. <laughs> Literally the best. It changed my life. I, um, I wrote a musical called High School Sucks the Musical. And it's never going to be re-released ever again. It won't probably ever come out, yeah. But, uh... 
I wrote some bangers on there. <laughs> I don't understand why the stupid legalities behind it, but I just want it released. I know. I can actually. Oh, if you ever want to just watch it. Yeah, I just want to watch it. Oh, you can watch it. Oh, you have it. PD Flow has the finished fucking movie on his computer. We've done screenings of it. Well, time for me to fucking see it. I've never seen it. I think you should. Just don't watch my other shitty movies that you, that are streamable. <laughs> Let me tell you, you sent me the links to them. <laughs> and even if you didn't tell me to, it was hard to get through. Yeah, I uh, look, I'm not going to lie, guys. I've been in some pretty <laughs> shitty movies. <laughs> There's like a good three or four movies. <laughs> like three movies that are out. And... Uh, not not my favorite. <laughs> hey, man. Sometimes we got to go through things just to make it happen. Listen, I'm just waiting for you to write that movie. The shitty movie for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Just get it done, man. I am. I am. I am. I, I actually, I I did a podcast with um, our, uh, Bart and Joe the other day. We were on uh, Jumpers Jump podcast. These two young Asian dudes from Toronto that are doing their thing. And um, they were asking us for advice on just creating and doing different things. And Bart, so What did they do? <clears throat> um, their shit popped off just doing podcast. Well, um, what do they want to create though? If they're doing podcasting? Oh, um, I mean, well, one of the guys, uh, he also like he does clothes and he wants to like. Um, oh, just like anything creative. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And he and he was saying that like you know a lot of people are telling him like you know you shouldn't stretch yourself too thin and um, you should focus on one thing you know, and um, instead of like trying to do all this shit you know, but of course you have dudes like me and you. ADHD. Yeah, so it's like we want to do all these different shit, and so we do, you know? And I was kind of like, honestly, man, like, at this day and age, just fucking do it. Just do it all, whatever you want. Just do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, for them, like, like, because I don't know who they are, but the the hard part about that is, like, yeah, there's a general rule, right? But this is what I always say, because I always get that same question, right? They go, well, you do so many things. I'm like, yeah, but I don't think that's the best path. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I really don't think it's the best path. Right. Unless you have the capacity to do so, right? Mm-hmm. Most people become very successful. Like, I'll use Jamie Foxx as the greatest example, mm-hmm. right? When he stuck to acting, he killed it in acting. When he did music, he killed it in music. Yeah. He rarely did it. He never tackled it simultaneously hard at the same time. Mm. He had his, like, steps and he did what he had to do. Yeah. And I think generally that's what people do really well. But analysis equals also to paralysis, right? So if you're sitting there wondering, oh, what should I do this? Should I do that? Mm. That's also another problem. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just fucking do it, bro. Yeah, man. I was trying to tell him because that's the thing too. I, I definitely underlined it with the fact that, you know, I've been trying to write this movie and working this album for years and I, I, you know, I'm just lagging on both. So I told him like, yeah, do it because especially so early in their careers, um, TikTok is such a random um it's like a random app where anything can pop off. So yeah. I was like, man, what if, what, if you want to fucking do something, just fucking do it, right? You never, because you never know. For me, and this is where I was going, is like Bart and Joe were really kind of <clears> saying, you know, they wasted so much time trying to get this perfect movie script. And then um, their door kind of closed as far as like getting funding for whatever they're trying to do. Um, they're like, man, just, just, just write it, man. Even if it's not like perfect the way you want it. I'm like, oh, fine. Well, I wouldn't know. I went to Sundance, so. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I love that. On my first try. And I love that for you because you rarely talk your shit like that. I love it. Is <laughs> the only thing I could really say. It's like, I did really fucking well. You know, I wouldn't know what that feels like because uh, I went to Sundance. It was a black and white film, noir film. And I, uh, look at us say. I also won an award there. Oh, talk your shit. What, what, what award did you win? Uh, so in the category that we were in, uh, we won for like a, a best audience award. Nice. Which is very fucking hard to get. And we also beat films who had a budget that was 40 times our amount. Because we did that shit on absolutely nothing and just the grace of friends helping out. Did y'all have trailers and shit? We did. Hmm. It was crazy. It was my first time getting to act in a full feature and I got to write a part of my whole life story in it. It was great. Because whenever I'm like, you know, ideally, of course, when I write this script, of course, best case scenario, get like some nice funding for it, right? Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, I say fuck it and just fund it myself and do it. And I'm always like, how shoestring do I want to do this shit? You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 do yeah. I want a straight gorilla this shit and be like, all right, y'all, show up, fucking, you know, because I have been on movie sets where we're literally, there's no one has a trailer. You know, you're just there all day waiting for your scene. You know what I'm saying? And people are fucking tired. That was our film. Huh? <laughs> that was our film. Ah, yeah. So it's like people are tired, you know, and it's like, yeah, of course. And then you've been on, we go on real sets. You have a trailer. You got your fucking, it's 1 p.m. 
everybody has to break, go to lunch. There's amazing catering. Can I just say this too? And this is what I mean by sometimes with like actors where I, I feel like they get so used to talking about um, the craft, mm -hmm. you know, that they want the general public to truly believe that their life is really hard. <laughs> you know, and I've been on set. I've been on shitty, shitty, like independent film shit, right? Which is fine. I actually love it a lot. Those ones are really hard because literally zero budget, trying to get every shot possible, no sleep. Mm -hmm. It's technically kind of illegal, right? Mm -hmm. But we don't give a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. We just want to shoot this and get it done. Yes. And then these actors who are on TV shows, like, listen, you're sitting around on your ass most of the time waiting for something to happen. The best food, best catered, and you have a fucking assistant next to you the whole time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear it. Unless you're talking about Leonardo DiCaprio where he's out in a fucking forest somewhere. Right, right. I don't want to hear this. I mean, look. I've been on one of my shitty movies that I did, very low budget, um, but one of the guys that was on it, it was a smaller part, he had been on some bigger movies, and he was complaining so much, complaining about the hotel, complaining like, this is not how you run things, but like, we were all just trying to fucking get, make this movie, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And he was like, he, he damn near walked off, and we're like, someone had to talk him down, you know what I'm saying? Because he was just so used to some other shit. It's like, come on, bro, you know what you signed up for. You I'll ain't say, no money in this I shit. I'll, I'll say this, right? And this is, I'm not trying to prove a point or anything else like that, but like, literally, I grew up poor as shit. Everything's a bonus. Yeah, you know I mean, so when I when I got that Netflix show, <laughs> I was like, down at the, they were like, oh, we're so sorry. Like, we couldn't get you like a better green room. And this green room was nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like sitting there. There was a couch. I had a fridge. I had everything. There was like platters of food everywhere, yeah. not including the already catered food. And I was like, wait, what's the nice trailer look like? <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, this is not good. We just kind of stitched this together. I'm like, I don't think you understand who I am. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, what do you want on your rider? I'm like, what's a, what's a rider? They're like, well, it's like, you know, snacks or stuff. I was like, just give me some beef jerky and water. Yeah. And they laughed at me. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I just, I just need, you guys can give me lunch, right? So just yeah. give me like water and beef jerky. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I never asked for shit either. Oh, what's the point? I mean, nowadays I might ask for a little more because I feel like they're always like, yeah, come on now. You should ask for something. I'm like, all right, fine. Let me get Trader Joe's has these really good peanut butter and jelly sticks. So I'm like, let me get some of those. And I asked for fucking um, sparkling water. Yeah. Bro, they got me like. Three stacks of Perrier, every flavor. I'm like, I just needed one. <laughs> I think they have a certain amount of money that they yeah. need to use. And so I was like, well, well who's going to take this? He's like, you can take it home. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just took it home. Have I ever told you about the, oh, the green room Fiji water Andrew Garcia story? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, then fuck it. Skip it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I also, I remember, bro. Just fucking move on. Okay. <laughs> MTV2. When Wild and Out first came back, right, my first season, the reboot season, it was on MTV2, not really any money over there, uh, pay was shitty, and our green room was all the fucking, literally everybody in the cast in one, like, room, maybe a little bit bigger than this, chilling at a table, some bottles of water, some chips, right? As the shit progressed, and it went to real MTV, and it was one of the highest rated shows on MTV, the green rooms were insane. Fucking like a whole like bottom floor of a building, basketball court, pool tables, a bar, DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, yeah, bro. It was it was a party after every episode. That's fucking nuts. Going from my first season where it was like literally just us, just like, what y'all about to get into? <laughs> eating chips. Yeah. All right. Well, what now? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like. When you start going on like bigger television show stuff and you start doing these things, like you start to realize, oh, all this stuff that these actors were talking about, it's like, dude, I just had a long day at work. I'm like, I was in my trailer most of the time, just waiting to have these shots and I would go back. Mm -hmm. But I think what happens is, is like, they kind of forget where they came from. They forget I, what real work is. Yeah. And there's yeah. like, you don't remember working a real job. Like, mm -hmm. and, I, and I say this, I'm not knocking on the craft. I fucking love acting, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing though. You're getting paid to play pretend. Mm-hmm. That's really what you, if you boil it down to that, right? It's and fun. And it's fun. <laughs> so every time some actor comes up and they're just like, dude, I fucking had a long day shooting. I was like, okay, how long were you in that trailer though? You were in that trailer with your TV, with the snacks and everything else the like TVs that. The TVs don't always work, David. Okay. Okay. The Netflix password, I had to fucking put it in three times <laughs> and they're like, wrong password. <laughs> fucking stress me out. I'm always uh, prepared for that shit now. Now when I know I'm going to be like, you know. In the trailer, I bring my laptop because I know I'm going to be waiting there most of the time, you know? But isn't it beautiful that we have trailers now? I know. I think, like, 
when I first, you know, had like a small part in something and I was like, I wasn't in the fucking, in the cattle with all the extras and I actually had a trailer. I was like, oh my God, what a blessing. Cause let me tell you something, extra life sucks. Yes. You ever did that shit before? I never have, but I've walked by them and it's just like, sometimes I'm like, you guys aren't getting treated very well. It's terrible, man. Yeah. No one fucking looks at you. No one. I've done extra work. Oh, Robin Couch. Jesus Christ. Isn't man. it terrible? It also, it's where the um, mentally questionable people tend to gravitate. Yes. Because I feel like a lot of odd people end up trying to be extras or are extras. So you're also trying to figure out who's like safe for me to talk to as you're sweating under this easy up for six hours. <laughs> yes. You're all in this giant tent at these fucking wooden tables chilling. Uh, there's nowhere to go. You're there with a whole bunch of people you don't know. Some of them are fucking weird. And then the rest of them are trying to fucking... Oh, this is what I hate most about the extras in the extra tent. And mind you, I've been there. I've done this, okay? I would never do it again because that shit sucks. It's not worth the money, personally. I don't think it's a good way to get your foot in the door. It's not. It, it, doesn't, doesn't, do, it help. doesn't do anything It doesn't help for you. shit, right? But you have all these dudes... So, how long how long you been in the, how long you been in the business for? Oh yeah, no. Um yeah, yeah, no, I was I was just here. I was just doing this last week and then um oh yeah, no no no. Oh yeah, no. Oh, for real. Oh, let me show you. Let me show you my reel. It's like, guy, I please. I don't care. It's 100 degrees and we're under a tent. Please stop talking. Everybody wants to be the most extra extra dog and it's so fucking annoying. I hate it. It's like, dog. <laughs> it's such PTSD listening to this shit. Because that's how it always is, though. Like, you, you know, let me tell you what annoying thing is, for example, that you guys should not do, <laughs> right? Just for people. I know a lot of the times you get advice like, you know, fake it till you make it, closed mouths don't get fed. But all these things do come within like a certain amount of like social rules, right? So uh, a buddy of mine was telling me like he – there's this guy who, who met me years ago mm. at a, a JK shoot. Mm. And he was like a PA. I just moved to LA, right? Mm. I don't know fucking anybody. The only people I know are Bart and Joe. That's yeah. it. And then we slowly started to become friends. At the time, I was a stand-up comic. And I had a manager. I didn't know what a manager was. I didn't know anything. And so I'm sitting there, and the guy comes up to me. And he tells our mutual friend that he, I was an asshole to him when I first met him. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I was an asshole? How was I an asshole? They're like, well, I came up to you, and I was like, hey, I'm a video shooter. I want to shoot for you. And then you kind of just said, oh, you could just talk to my manager. And you kind of brushed me off. I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> You're fucking weird. I was like... <laughs> I'm on set doing something, right? And then you're trying to strike this little business conversation. Mm. I don't even fucking know you. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. the fucking weirdo, and you've been holding that this whole time, mm. 10 years ago? Mm. You're a fucking asshole. I'm like, I, and I was like, I just came to do my shit, and then you're trying to say you don't want to, I was like, shoot what for me? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you could talk to my manager. And I think he took it as like, oh, talk to my manager. Yeah, have your people call my people. No, I'm just like. Uh, I don't know how do I hire people? Like, do I do I give you money? What is this? Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. It was just like a weird thing. And I just moved to LA. It's like And this guy was like, David so was so Hollywood. Exactly. Wow. I'm just like, well, did you work for me? Work for me for what? I, I shoot things out of my room. Yeah, you're just confused. <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused. I'm like, I sit in my room in my boxes and I scream at a camera. Right. What do you want to shoot for me for? Maybe that's what he wanted to shoot. Dog. I guess I want to see you fucking naked. It's like, I want to see that. Dick print. Dude. Yeah, and I was like, tell him, I was like, that's not me being an asshole. Like, you you don't understand social cues. Like, that's weird. My son's name is Q, and we'll be right back. I remember when I was uh, an extra on the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. The girl, the main girl, she was so hot, right? And I didn't realize my place as an extra yet. <laughs> I was like, she's walking by. And of course, not making eye contact, on, eye contact with any of us because it's awkward. You know, you're walking through a crowd of people. They're all staring at you, right? So she's looking down. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> and she didn't say anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. There's this video uh, of this guy who's like a film director and he's like giving people advice. And he like one of the videos that he puts out is like how not to be an extra on a film set. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this dude like is in a pink polo shirt and they're cheering and he just goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. <laughs> well, tell, I'll tell you what, bro. This movie I'm writing for us, I was... Uh, I've been feeding the baby late at night a lot now, so I'm just laying in bed wide awake, and I've been writing more of it in my brain. I hate this conversation so much. <laughs> I'm so fucking sick of it. I get, I understand Chia more and more every day. <laughs> I, I really do. <laughs> Look. Hey, babe, 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 I got this fucking rap. All right, man. <laughs> Yo, Chia's so fed up with my empty promises. Everything from like, I'm going to get a six pack <laughs> to I'm going to write an album. She's like, and now I tell her anything and she's like, whatever. <laughs> she just, just has no faith at all. I've had the six pack conversation with my lady for eight years <laughs> and she is so sick of that shit. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you this. This is the first time really in my life where I've been kind of like weight training a lot it, consistently. And that shit is not easy, bro. It's taking a very long time. Um, not only is it not easy. I think I might be allergic to working out. Oh, let me tell you something. Please. A hundred percent. Me too. Yeah. Every time I try to better myself, I get a fever. Yes. My knees blow out. Dude. I get it. God, you're giving me signs. I can't have everything. When, yeah. We can't be hilarious, <laughs> attractive, and have six packs. It's too much. <laughs> I just hate being sore. I, I hate it so much. I fucking hate being sore. Have you ever done a fucking ab wheel? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> it is the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. It, that really, it'll, if you keep consistent with that, it'll really do stuff though. Bro, it is terrible. It's hard. And I do it every, like two times a week with, you know, with my trainer. And let me tell you something. It hasn't gotten easier. Mm. Why is it still sore? Because you got a lot of tummy. All right. <laughs> You got a lot to work through down there. All right. <laughs> okay. So just a lot of, a lot of, a lot needs to be All done. Right. Okay. Your big belly. All right. <laughs> no, but it's gigantic. <laughs> You get squishy, squishy, squishy belly. <laughs> it looks like fresh cut bacon. <laughs> you fat. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but uh, no, I um, I also I, I hired a trainer and he's kind of just been coming once a week because that's really. Like, all I've had time for lately. <laughs> you got two ass babies. But this time, I was like, hey, man, let's kick it up. Twice a week, at least. Let's, let's try and get some consistency so I can maybe start to see something, right? This is the first week. We did twice a week. And um, first time, I don't know if I have new allergies or I just fucking, my body wasn't ready for this shit or I'm just tired. But immediately after the workout, blowing my nose, sneezing, feeling sick, right? Next day, I was fine. We worked out again. And maybe my, my turf in the back is dirty or some shit, but same shit. Sneezing, runny nose. I mean, fucking flowers are everywhere right now, dog. Yeah, I know. And I've never experienced outdoor allergies before. Oh! Yeah, ever. Hey, terrible, huh? It's fuck. it sucks. It fucking, it's terrible. I can't believe, like, you've had it your whole life? My whole life. How? So do you only live? until recently, okay. <laughs> only, <laughs> how have you made it this far? <laughs> only until recently, it's been not bad. Like I haven't had like crazy allergic symptoms, but dog, two years ago at the place that I was living, there was this gigantic tree that if you just touched it, like pollen would fall off. Mm. So for three weeks straight, I could barely open my eyes. 
Oh, God. Yeah, and so Mariel has like a photo of me where my whole face looked like it had a rash all over it. Oh. And my eyes were like, it looked like two pussies. Oh, my eyes like this. Oh, yeah. And yum. I just couldn't. <laughs> and so I would take like seven showers, <laughs> six, five, seven showers a day, cold showers, because that's the only time my eyes and my face felt okay. But then it dried my face out so much, a whole rash broke out on my face. So like, let me ask you this. Even when you're in the house away from that shit, you still feel just the after effects? Because the tree covered the whole house. Uh. So it was just everywhere. Because I was trying to figure out, I'm like, if this is actually what's happening, why do I still feel like shit? I've been, I've been in the house, you know, like you should get uh, filters, air filters. <sighs> I do. I use the one that gives you like the super cute cheekbones. The um, it kind of <laughs> washes out your pimples and. No, 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 no. You need real filters, like the <laughs> fucking expensive ones. Oh. Chia bought a hella good one. Yeah, I don't. I think it's because I went outside and I just wasn't used to being back there. You gotta take allergy medicine, baby. I think I've reached that level in my life. I can't believe it. Yeah, hey, like, once you pop those in, like. Five minutes later, you fucking feel great. Ugh. You're going to love it, dude. But say all that to say, he had me going hard on, on the ab shit. And I'm like in bed coughing because I'm feeling sick. But my abs hurt so much. Dog, I would just be in the living room, you know, working on my shit. Mm. And then I'll watch something and it makes me laugh. And it just goes, ah! mm -hmm. <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong? My abs. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I could deal with chest soreness, but for something about leg soreness and ab soreness is just different. And then she was all like trying to get freaky and I'm like, babe, not tonight. I'm sore. Hey, I said this openly <coughs> on my podcast, right? I have no sex drive. <laughs> I am so fucking sore and tired. I don't, don't touch me. Don't even fucking look at me. I definitely have had a couple moments recently where... You know, I'm like, I should probably beat my meat tonight. But then I'm like, I'm, I'm so sore. tired. I'm tired. I'm sore. I'm sore, dude. Yeah. Hey, to those people out there who are buff that are in their 30s, hey, man, shout outs to you, dude. How? How the fuck are you doing this? Yeah. Like, how are you just, how are you okay with just being sore all the time? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I was telling Robin this time, or... I was, uh, I, you know, doing kickboxing and shit. I got kicked in the leg. And I was like, dude, I don't get how you guys, you know, like, or how are you guys not sore? And they're like, oh, we're sore. We're, we just don't complain like you. I was like, oh, okay. Well, you don't have to talk to me like that. I get it. Whatever. Fine. I'm, I'm not a fucking professional fighter, asshole. Ugh. I mean, I know, like, you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, there is a part of me, like, when I've worked out, when I'm sore, I, I'm more inclined to eat a little healthier because I feel like, oh, I just worked out. I shouldn't flush it all down the toilet, you know? And I'm like, but I'm like, ah. Everybody get a look at this body while it lasts. Right? Yeah, show us. Slowly. Dude. This is the last time you'll see this trashy fucking fat body. You understand me? <laughs> Whoa. It's going to transform. See this. Look at this reflector. <laughs> all right? You guys got fucking one fucking last time and by the end of the year the podcast it's gonna be crazy you trying to slim down for your wedding day yeah wow just so i could tell my kids i got fat because of them i'm excited to um are, are we telling people that i'm officiating yeah okay cool so david texted me randomly the other night it was 2 a.m i had gone to sleep mad early like 9 p.m because i was feeling like shit and then uh, i woke up to a text about something and you're like oh also hey you want to officiate and i was like I was like, did Mariel approve this? Yeah, she did. Because in my head, I think, you know, Mariel hasn't had to, he, she hasn't been able to communicate with me like you have. Yeah. I think she just thinks I'm just dick jokes 24-7. So I'm like, how is she okay with me officiating the wedding? <laughs> Especially with the family members there. Hey, hey, hey. You, you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah, you're smart. <laughs> you're not a dum-dum. Oh, let me tell you something. It's going to be great. I immediately, like, you told me, that, I read that text. And I, I had a little cue in my arms with a little bottle of, of like breast milk. I leaned back on the pillow and immediately started like writing it in my head. I, I put our movie to the side, left side of my brain <laughs> and started writing with the other side of my brain. And I was like, oh, this is good. It's not in the left side of your brain, Phil. You move that shit all the way to the back, <laughs> lock the key on it. And it's you down in my fucking pituitary <laughs> gland. Um, <laughs> Locked it up. You forgot the code. <laughs> but I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, this shit's going to be great. <laughs> I yeah. was like, wow, you finished 70% of the speech, but you haven't even got the movie done yet. <laughs> hey, relax. I got some good shit for the movie, too. It's just, it's all up here. It's all up here. We're going to, here's what I'm going to start doing, dog. Here's what I'm going to start doing, okay? Okay. <laughs> Before we record the podcast from now on, I'm going to show up here an hour early, and I'm going to sit downstairs on my laptop, and I'm just going to write. 
Wow. That's a lie. That's not going to happen. No, no, never. You still GPS yourself to the studio and you've been going here for years. Uh, I GPS everywhere. <laughs> and uh, last time we recorded, my GPS stopped working and I got lost. <laughs> yeah. I was like, GPS? Like, we've been doing this for like two years. I always <laughs> turn the GPS on. I use it for everything. And also, well, here's why I like to use it too, because, you know, it'll take you around the traffic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you go your regular way, but there's mad traffic there. So it'll take you on the street. I only hit the GPS if there's fucking traffic, just so I could tell you guys when I'm going to come. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? Man? Yeah, because I need to see the ETA. I immediately, when I get into my car, plug in GPS, even if it's somewhere I've been a million times. You are an idiot. <laughs> no, because I know the ETA. I know upcoming traffic. I know. Estimated time of arrival for those of you who don't know. <laughs> also, I just found out that POG is for <laughs> fat ass white girl and not pale ass white girl. I thought it was pale-ass white girl. You didn't see a weird coincidence where every time you clicked on a pog, it was like a giant butt? Yeah, because that's the pale-ass white girl's butt. <laughs> I mean, pale white girls do be having big old butts, but they be having nice little skinny booties too. Yeah, but I, I don't know why I never put... I cause, Well, I'm not thinking fat is supposed to be P-H-A-T though. Yeah, yeah. Pog, if you don't know, is a porn category and also just a slang term p-a-w-g fat ass white girl i thought it was pale ass white girl this whole time and my mind was blown i hit the little pog tab sometimes hey and they were always pale they're always pale i think i think that's true because if you're specifically searching for white girls in your search engine you're looking for a white ass white girl. oh like the purest ones yeah not a fucking super tan white girl mm, you know not, what I'm not the california white girl nah you're looking for a Oklahoma bred, cornbread, booty fed, white girl. With her husband, nine Cletus, <laughs> walks around here in a pitchfork up her vagina. She got a scene she got to do with her cousin <laughs> in the back of the trailer, and she's going to serve up some fucking. Raccoon casserole uh, raccoon. Uh, If it got two legs and a ding-a-ling, I'm hopping on it. Even so, this is a stereotype. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Even though earlier you were doing the, I miss you. I cannot sleep. I cannot eat tonight. Gonna fuck me a white girl. <laughs> well, you know, uh, some people were saying they're sick. Uh, they're getting sick of the spoken word. So um, I'm glad we're doing. Something a little different. Rent I can't pay because I'm broke. Whoa. As a joke, Whoa. that's not funny. Or nor is it woke. Whoa. I've been dreaming this whole time up in the clouds. Why is it so loud when there's silence of the lamb murder me in my sleep? Uh. That was my past, my history. History, her story, <laughs> our story, three oh, yeah. stories, complex. It's complex. Complex magazine. <laughs> We're talking about urban culture. Ooh. Culture. I'm a vulture. Ooh. I steal things because I can't create my own things myself. Jason Chen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. Just kidding. <laughs> well, guys. <laughs> well, hello, guys. We'll miss you. <laughs> we'll miss you. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you on Tim Shadow Rock. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? 
Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.